All right. This is serious. A big, big, big uh, indictment, another indictment, uh, all kinds of uh, felonies, uh, tax evasion. Hunter Biden, and it spells out in pretty clear detail uh, that this guy did uh, <laughs> a lot of earning, a lot of spending on drugs, cars, and women, and wasn't paying Uncle Sam, wasn't paying his taxes, and uh, was uh, very conscious of it, very aware of it, Um and uh, he could be in big trouble. I'm looking at the headline now. Hunter Biden faces up to 17 years in prison. You know, they've been coddling this guy a lot, right? Um, and now this is, uh, you know, it, it would appear as though this is a big deal. And it is a big deal. But a couple of other things are going on that you need to know about. Uh, again, Hunter Biden, the indictment unsealed this morning. I uh, got it right here. It's 50-something pages long. Uh, all kinds of, um, you know, tawdry, interesting stuff in here about a guy making all kinds of money, spending it on illicit activities, not declaring it as income, or even when it is declared as income, finding a way to not pay taxes. That's illegal. He owes uh, millions in taxes. And in the middle of it all, he goes to the dealership to buy a car with his dad and have his dad pay for it. Remember that picture I showed you about, you know, they go to the, let's see here. $1.6 million in ATM withdrawals, $683,000 payments to various women, $397,000 for clothing and accessories, $300,000 for tuition, $237,000 health, beauty, pharmace- pharmaceutical products, uh, and the rest. Uh, they just had to happen to itemize uh, what, he, what he spent the money on. Just the other day, Joe said this stuff is all lies. It's uh, First, he's not going to comment on it, and now it's lies. Uh, no, this is... This is very, very factual. It's fact-based. It's not emotion-based. Um, now, this is happening for a couple of reasons. Uh, it's it Okay, number one, Hunter is uh, a bad guy and guilty of all kinds of stuff, all right? But you think it's just about that? No. Um, this is to lend legitimacy to the Justice Department as they go after Trump. You see, we go after Democrats as well. We go after Democrats, too. You're, we don't do anything wrong. We don't know. Um, this does not show you that the Department of Justice is fair. Anybody reading this indictment, you know, look, we've been we know what it's like for a prosecutor to come down and make an announcement. Right. We, we've seen it. We've seen it for years, especially in, in this city, in New York. We got such a vibrant had a vibrant kind of local media market and, you know, Rudy Giuliani and um Morgenthau, back in the 80s, you know, when they would come forward, you know, they would they would allege real criminal wrongdoing and then they go prove it in, in court and somebody would go to jail. Uh, when a prosecutor comes forward and talks about the details of a case, they, they they got a case. You'll notice that they never talk about the Rudy. Uh, I'm sorry about uh, the case against Trump. Now, Jack Smith will come out, make a 30 second statement and then run away from the reporters not that the reporters are really <laughs> demanding answers, and that's it. And the indictments of uh, Trump are full of emotion and weird platitudes, um, and it usually summarizes activity that is not criminal in nature. But if they emotionalize it enough, you know, they can actually try to pretend that Donald Trump is a criminal. This stuff, though, is cut and dried. It's cr- It's criminal activity. You want to hear it? I got it right here. United States District Court for the Central District of California. United States of America versus Hunter Biden, Robert Hunter Biden. Number one, defendant Robert Hunter Biden 
hereafter referred to as the defendant, was a Georgetown and Yale-educated lawyer, lobbyist, consultant, and business person, and beginning in April of 2018, a resident of Los Angeles, California. At times relevant in this indictment, the defendant served on the board of a Ukrainian industrial conglomerate and a Chinese private equity fund. Remember when Joe said during the debate that nobody made money from China? The only money man who made money in China is Trump. Um, he negotiated and executed contracts and agreements for business and legal services that paid millions of dollars of compensation to him and or his domestic corporations, Owasco and Owasco PC. In addition to his business interests, the defendant was an employee of a multinational law firm working in an of counsel capacity from 2009 to 2017. The defendant engaged in a four-year scheme to not pay at least $1.4 million in self-assessed federal taxes he owed for tax years 2016 through 2019 from in or about January of 2017 through in or about October 15th of 2020 and to evade the assessment of taxes for tax year 2018 when he filed false returns in or about February of 2020. In furtherance of that scheme... The defendant subverted the payroll and tax withholding process of his own company, Owasco, by withdrawing millions of dollars from Owasco outside of the payroll and tax withholding process that it was designed to perform. He spent millions of dollars on an extravagant lifestyle rather than paying his tax bills. In 2018, he stopped paying his outstanding and overdue taxes for the year 2015. He willfully failed to pay his taxes in 2018, 2017, 2018, 2019, despite having access to funds to pay off some or all of these taxes. He willfully failed to file his 2017 and 2018 tax returns on time. Now, it goes on like this, and I'm going to keep going on. But the other thing that's happening here is this. This is, this is a move against Joe Biden. Yeah, the fake news will be out there saying, this is no way in shape or form it implicates Joe Biden. I mean, Joe was just there to help his son who was going through difficult times, difficult times. Strippers, sex clubs, millions of dollars, drugs. The guy was having the time of his life. Difficult time. Um, but I think that this is, this is a pretty devastating, this is a, this is a real thing. And the message is to Joe, we're this close. We could pivot and get you like that. We can get you like that. This is a move to get Joe off the ticket, off the – he's going to have to back out. You know, you saw the latest poll. He's like a 37% approval rating. You can't. You can't win. He, he's lower than Lyndon Johnson was in 1968, right before Lyndon Johnson was forced to withdraw from the race. I will not accept, and I will not serve as your president for the next four years. Lyndon Johnson, how did he say it again? I will not seek. Nor will I accept my party's nomination to be your president. Um, that's and politically, Joe is in a far worse situation. It's fascinating. It's also a little bit unknowable. This is real deep state stuff. We're not getting the full and complete story. And I wonder, you know, James Comer just the other day came out and proved that Hunter and all this spending he was doing all over the place. Millions of dollars on drugs, hookers, also lots of money on, you know, bread and butter things, tuition for his kids, um, you know, gasoline for the car, insurance, stuff like that. In the middle of it all, 
in the year of debauchery, his own lawyer called 2018 a year of debauchery, and Hunter is living in Los Angeles. He moved there in April. But in June of that year, he goes with Pops, his old man, Joe, to the Ford dealership to buy a pickup truck. And they take pictures of them buying the pickup truck. Here we are, buying a pickup truck, you see? We're really doing this. We're buying a pickup truck. Hey, everybody, and we're going to save this picture. We're going to make sure everybody, uh, right, we've got this pickup truck. Um, And we find out from James Comer that money for that pickup truck, pickup truck, forget the pickup truck for a second, money was going from Hunter Biden to his father from Owasco, the same company that's mentioned here, $1,380 a month automatic payment. Well, that was just because Hunter's credit was bad, and he wanted to, uh, his dad was buying him a car because he was having a hard time. Um, he was blowing hundreds of thousands of dollars on clothes, hundreds of thousands of dollars on travel, on drugs, on everything. Why would he, why would he stoop to having his dad pay for the truck at $1,300 a month? Why would that be? I think it gets back to plausible deniability. They had to show that from time to time, yeah, money did go from Owasco to Joe, but it was always for legitimate purposes, right? It was always legitimate. It's not legitimate, but that's what they're – I got to get Rudy in here. Rudy Giuliani, uh, he, he will know what to make of this. I am actually pretty good. I think I've already figured it out. Um and all of his money, all this money coming from that shady Ukraine operation and also uh, China with nothing to actually do or perform for this. He had no expertise in gas and energy. He had no expertise in international relations. He had no true credentials as a lawyer. I know he went to Yale. That doesn't mean anything. The Yale lawyers, Harvard lawyers, they're a dime a dozen. They're all over the place. Sixth Avenue, some of the greatest law firms in the world are on Sixth Avenue. You could probably come up with 3,000 Harvard lawyers on that one block in Manhattan. It's not a big deal. You just don't write your own ticket. And also, at this point, he's not a lawyer. He's in his mid-40s. He hasn't really practiced law. His whole skill, the product, is I can get my dad on the phone and ask him for stuff. And he'll do stuff. Like, get that prosecutor fired the one who's snooping around Burisma.